Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Monday, October 24th. Tesla has decided to pull on some demand levers in China with the launch of a new referral program in the market and also cutting prices on the Model 3 and Model Y. Despite contrary statements from Elon Musk, over the last few months there have been increased concerns about softening demand for Tesla vehicles. In terms of marketing, Tesla has been coasting with demand, and it seems that they have finally noticed. Today, Tesla reduced the starting price of the Model 3 built in China to 265,900 yuan, which equates to around $36,800. The Model Y also saw a price reduction, getting it into the subsidy range for the Chinese government. It's actually now starting at around $40,000. That subsidy will last until the end of the year, and sales tax abatement will continue into 2023. Tesla has also launched a referral program, calling them Treasure Chest Points Reward Program. Just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? The points can be exchanged for awards, such as in-vehicle software upgrades, Tesla accessories, or free supercharger miles. Tesla is giving away 89 of their Tesla belt buckles for a quarterly prize, and also a baby stroller. Sounds pretty cool to me. Tesla has released a new software update, version 2022.40.1, and they write in the release notes, quote, During DC fast charging, the thermal system controls have been optimized for each charging station's power capability, improving both charging and on-route battery preconditioning efficiency. This results in a fast charge time and reduced energy costs. Now that's actually pretty good all by itself, but Tesla goes on to update a few other smaller features, including some kind of combination of Tesla's existing dog mode and sentry mode. Tesla also is releasing a new driver door unlock mode and adding radio station logos to the media players, improving the quality of life. Kia has announced U.S. pricing for the refreshed 2023 Kia Niro EV. The new Nero EV comes in two trims, one of them called Wind and another one called Wave. Wind is the base model, which starts at $39,450, and the upgraded Wave model will cost $5,000 extra. Compared to the EV6, the Nero has a taller cargo area, is less of a bold statement, and has slightly higher range, with the Kia EV6 coming at 232 and the Nero EV coming at 253 miles. Kia is calling the Nero its intelligent EV, and they're calling the EV6 the Emotional Halo EV. I'm not entirely sure what they mean by that. Ford CEO Jim Farley has announced that the Ford F-150 Lightning truck can travel from 0 to 60 in under 4 seconds. Previously, Ford touted the acceleration of their first electric pickup at 4.5 seconds, and the spokesperson for the automaker told us that those were targeted numbers. Well, looks like they hit their target. While it once again shows that the F-150 pickup continues to exceed expectations in its infancy, positive updates like these help the automaker to stay on top of consumers' minds. Toyota is struggling with their shift to electric vehicles, and it is now reportedly considering a major change in their EV plans. Reuters reported today, quote, Toyota is considering a reboot of its electric car strategy to better compete in a booming market it has been slow to enter and has halted some work on existing EV projects, for people with knowledge of the still-developing plans said. Now, according to the report, the review of Toyota's EV plan has been led by Shigeki Terashi, which was triggered in part by Tesla, quote, winning the factory cost wars on EVs. 
Uh, Toyota was reportedly surprised by the successful use of some of the manufacturing technology that Tesla has implemented, such as the Gigapress. Now, at Electric, we hope to see more news of this nature from one of the previously most beloved and profitable car companies in the whole world. In a recent letter to the reservation holders of the Rivian R1T, Rivian has said that they will halt production and installation of the powered tonneau cover on all future truck deliveries. By the way, the tonneau cover is the powered scales that go over the bed. Those reservation holders can now choose between a manual cover or no cover at all. For the time being, Rivian says that they are upgrading the cover. I'm going to assume that they meant to use the word fixing, but then the marketing team had their say. Rivian has not shared the reason for the so-called update, but with a relatively forthright marketing team, we expect some kind of response because this will be very much a missed feature. Following in the footsteps of Tesla, Chinese car company Xpeng has completed its fourth annual Tech Day. The presentation included several advancements in autonomous driving, self-evolving artificial intelligence platform, flying cars, and even robotic animals. In autonomous driving, Xpeng announced a hardware update including 508 tops of computing power, a dual LiDAR system, 8 megapixel HD cameras, and new software architecture that they called XNet. The company shared that their G9 SUV became the country's first mass-produced commercial vehicle to pass the autonomous driving closed field test led by the Chinese government. Xpeng's eVTOL program, sometimes called a flying car, personal helicopter, or giant drone, was also given a little bit of light. Xpeng shared that the vehicle has already completed its maiden flight in addition to multiple single-motor failure tests. Also, Xpeng shared that they have made improvements to their quadruped robot dog. So far, it seems to be intended just as a child's toy. Okay, it is opinion time. Tesla is indeed pulling on some demand triggers in China, which is something that many people are watching closely. Myself, I'm not altogether worried about it, though. I think that Tesla still has an ace up their sleeve with a cheap car in the pipeline. I think that will do very, very well in China. It should have a really big impact, but I'm also curious about the Cybertruck in China. I'm not entirely sure when or even if it will be brought to the Chinese market. Pickup trucks are not an especially popular segment in the Middle Kingdom. However, conspicuous consumption is. Like it or not, a lot of people use a Tesla as a status symbol, and the Cybertruck is certainly a striking specimen. Other products, I really don't know how well they're going to do. The Roadster is actually in the same status symbol category as the Cybertruck, and again, not really sure if the Cybertruck is even going to be there. Regarding the Tesla Semi, I'm not entirely privy to all of the different transportation options in the commercial sector in China. I assume they have a whole lot of trains and rails, but, but I'm just kind of guessing on that line. Someday when the Tesla robot becomes a thing, I don't even know if Tesla will even need it in China, considering that China has so many labor resources. Maybe Xpeng will actually fill in where Tesla doesn't, giving customers in China the systems at work in their crazy streets, giving them flying cars and also a robot that doesn't replace labor, but instead addresses a piece of childcare, I suppose? I don't know. There's a lot to think about. In today's community comment found on YouTube regarding Saturday's episode, Benjamin Sanders says, Zach is Tesla's CFO. Little typo there. Yes, thank you for that, Benjamin. I had accidentally said that Zach Kirkhorn was Tesla's CEO, but 
I think we all know who fills that position. I went back and it turns out that I actually had typed it correctly, but I just said it wrong. Turns out a capital C and a capital F are pretty close in terms of visuals. Also, in that episode, I accidentally said that Elon self-centers himself instead of self-censors. That time, I actually got autocorrect on that one. I had typed something, and then autocorrect had changed the word, and I just said it out loud anyway. Nothing's foolproof, I suppose. Thank you for your understanding, and also, thank you for watching Quick Charge by Electrek. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.